And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Cinemania Live Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host. We have Anna Louise. Hello. How are you? Hey. Welcome back from San Diego. It is our first show since San Diego Comic-Con. It's very good to have you here. And because we are talking about a huge show, we have some guests here from the Cinemania World team joining us today. First, we have from the box office report show, we have Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, what's up? It's very good to have you here as well. And we also have from Film Posers, we have Josie. Josie, hello. Hello, howdy. Hey, it's very good to have you here as well, everyone. Today, we are going to be discussing Heartstopper Season 2. But of course, it's still going to be a regular live show. But before we get into that, for Heartstopper, we're going to just discuss a few things that's been going on with the four of us regarding like what we've been watching, stuff like that. Anything that comes up within the next like 15 minutes or so. So Hannah, let's start with you. What's up? What's on? What you been watching? Happy um, Barbillion Day before we get started. Happy Barbillion, yes! <laughs> Barbillion um, Day a billion. What's up? I, the, okay, so I watched a few things before I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in theaters, and I just want to uh, shit on them real quick because they were turbs, terrible. Um, Wait, <clears> what? <throat> what was terrible? Listen, <laughs> in preparation for Red, White, and Royal Blue, um, yes. I, I watched <laughs> a single movie of each of the leads because I hadn't seen them in anything why before do, Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, no, please don't tell me you watched Cinderella. Because I... No, I did not watch Cinderella. <laughs> um, I, I spared myself. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I had to clear my throat. Um, but anyway... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I I felt like I wouldn't I was I don't know. I, I felt obligated to watch something that they've been in before I watch the movie that I'm actually excited about. Uh and I watched Purple Hearts, uh starring Nicholas Gallagher. Purple Hearts. It's basically like Is that the army one? It's the army one. Um <laughs> it's terrible. It's awful. It's you know, early earlier before we started recording, Hannah literally was like, You guys watch anything and then look at this. Look. <laughs> listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> it's basically like Republican guy falls in love with liberal woman. Oh He's my like God. racist and weird. She's like feminist, like woke. You know, whatever. Um, and they're like, oh my god, you're actually really hot. Anyway, that's the movie. What? It was terrible. I hated it. Um, one star. And then I watched The Kissing Not Booth one star. 2. <laughs> I watched oh. The Kissing Booth 2. Um, I watched this and realized that I'd actually seen uh, Taylor Zakar Perez in Minx. So I didn't really need to watch this because he was really good in Minx. Um, but yeah, this was still Turb's terrible. He's in it for like ten minutes, maybe. Uh, fuck the Kissing Booth movies. I it's one star. And then I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, mm-hmm. Mayhem, and it was incredible. Loved it so very much. Yeah, we don't have time to do a review for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I loved it. I loved it a lot, and I I saw it again actually this morning. I went really really early in the morning. To see it, they had like a 9 a.m. showing. It's an hour and a half. Breezed right through it. And I loved it. Larry, you saw that too. 
what's up? What else you been getting into this week? Yo, who got people going ham at their house? I'm like, oh my. Just chill. Just chill on me, bro. Somebody chill is going in back <laughs> there. Dana's going, uh. Dana's going in with her mom right now. Just chill on me, bro. <laughs> Why Larry yeah. got to out me like that? Like, for real, <laughs> I said, ooh, somebody's ready to throw hands or something back behind <laughs> somebody. Chill. Hannah just or chill, Dwayne. Chill. I don't know, chill. but. Why, uh, what about Josie? Why it got to be us two? Because <laughs> I know it wasn't what? Josie. She was muted. <laughs> <laughs> Josie was muted. <laughs> so oh, I know it wasn't Josie. Um, no, so I saw TMNT. They did like two screenings when I realized it was opening on Tuesday and not Thursday. Um was I went and saw it at like the early access showing they did on Saturday last week. They had one at like 2 p.m. And I went to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was a lot of go. fun. I loved the movie. Animation is killing it this year. Another animated film in my top six. That's four animated films in my top six right now. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> but I loved it. I thought it was great. And some folks have some weird things. That they're saying with it, like I don't know. Some people think it's like too juvenile with the humor. I thought it was oh. funny, so maybe Wait, I'm what? a child. Where do y'all be hearing know. these things? It might just like chronic. <laughs> it might just chronically not online. Is that what this is? <laughs> I'm seeing that. Yeah, the, the it's very childish humor, and I'm like, okay, well they call me a child then because I laughed throughout. I don't it? know. I, but also, isn't that the point? They got child actors so I they can actually say, play the age of the right? characters. That's I the also turtles, hate when, yeah, I also hate when like movies cast old folks and then be like pretend to be fifteen again. Mm-hmm. Like I'm glad they cast children. And yes. I don't know what they're talking. About. I, don't, I I was howling. Yeah. And, it, and granted, my theater when I saw it, there was like. Me and like four other people, we were crying as a unit, <laughs> just crying. Like I, yeah. I loved it a lot. No, I looked, I looked a little bit goofy because I was walking in there in my turtles gear, had little Ninja Turtle socks <laughs> on, and everything knees length, while everybody else was in pink. So I was like, "Oh, oh hello!" Right. <laughs> I was the only one in the whole theater in some turtles gear, but our theater was full for that little preview at least, and everybody. Yeah, the all the previews were full. Yeah, all the previews were full, but yeah. And it did okay at the box office. I, I don't know why they released it on Wednesday, but, you know, okay, yeah. sure. It's a weird strategy to me. Uh, so I saw that, and then, like Hannah, you know, I can't Ooh. talk about it yet. I can't even do social posts. Like, you can only do social posts if you went to one of those, like, in-person things. Otherwise, they're telling you not to, apparently, uh, oh. too much. Um, but we watched, you know, Red, White, and Royal Blues, so can't wait to talk about that and, you know, get to speak about that. And Pride then, in August. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Pride Month in August this year between that oh, and Heartstopper. Heartstopper, yeah, yeah. And then I watched Meg to the Trench. Um, Lord, Larry, why did you? Listen, I, I had plans Thursday. <sighs> Thursday, right? I was like, I right, bet I'm going to do Ninja Turtles. On uh no, I'm gonna do Ninja Turtles on Thursday, and then I'm gonna do the Meg Two on Friday because Dana wanted to see it too, and I was right. like, cool. Then man, I saw them reviews. I saw worst movie this, <laughs> worst movie that, worst movie of all time, worst movie oh, of the well, year. That's, that's a little I saw weird. like the sh- I saw like reviews. The shark is in like two scenes. I said, I bet I ain't going. Let me save. I no, said, let me save I was this. Disappointed. Like crazy. I was like, okay. 
let me not give too much to these reviews because a lot of people did not like the Meg either. And I had fun with the Meg. I thought the first one was fun. Like it was just a I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah, I so. thought it was a good time at the movies. So I was like, look, maybe these folks, uh, you know, they just ain't understanding. No, they understood. Mm-hmm. This movie just was trying, <laughs> it was too serious for too long. Like they wanted to make it this <laughs> serious Jason Statham action movie for the first two thirds. The final third, they start realizing they're in some campy, ridiculous mess. Yes, but it's too little too late and you're like oh okay well yeah nah, cool nah, i guess man. uh so i just is that in are you talking about the second one yeah how can you make a poster it literally uses it as the like um ah, i'm free like on the poster it says old chum and not be camp <laughs> I like in the they put the scene in the trailer where Jason Statham literally stops the shark like he's coming at him with his mouth wide open and he stops him with his legs like that should have been the tone of your entire film I can't believe listen I love the trailer too the trailer starts off and you think like it's some dinosaur Jurassic World bullshit and then the Meg comes from the water (laughs) and eats the damn like the damn T-Rex or whatever it is. I was like, oh, part two is going to be nuts. It's going to be like a prequel or something. But then I saw Jason stay there. I was like, well, I'm still into it. Then like I'm, I'm hearing it's like two hours of boring. I'm like, the Meg is boring? If you have a shark movie that's like boring, that is nuts. That's just yeah. always been that's not the Sharknado movies have set Man. the bar too high. I think yeah. you guys are on serious people. Yeah. You <laughs> well. just said you watch Royal Purple Hearts. You can't Royal. say nothing anymore. None of us have seen such a hymn we ain't watching the racist. Right. Rock, there was another movie you said you watched that was like what was the other movie that yeah. you said it was like really bad because of something? It's what? like in your it's like in your ranking that you do every year. It's like you watched My it. Ranking that I do every Look, year. Yeah, oh, you said yeah, you watched last something. Week we were talking yeah. about movies that Hannah had seen that weren't on any of our rankings and she Listen, and she t- at least mine is a theatrical release. I don't exactly. know. List, if you look through Hannah's like yearly rankings, you will just see stuff I have never she, even knew she, existed okay, on the, there. The Last of Us is about to start, right? And she goes and watch that damn birdie is a is a tree, whatever it's called, with like Bella Ramsey. I was like, Hannah, why are you watching birdie that? Birdie is a tree. <laughs> whatever it's called. What is it called? It's birdie something? It's called Birdie, bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> birdie. Are you guys talking about like uh, my ranking this year? Yeah, yeah, last week. No, it was something. It was something out of pocket. Power lines. Yeah, what is that? World compact. There's a few of them. You see, what are these? You're talking about us. (laughs) I do know that much. Uh, when you finish the crazy. Saving the World is like a Finn Wolfhard. um, See what I'm saying? uh, Yeah, movie. Movie. Palm, it was bad. I did not like it. Um, palm trees and power lines was like about grooming, and it was handled. Yeah, I avoided oh. it because oh. it just reminded me of Red Rocket. Okay, I, I hated it. I hated and, it. Hannah, you know what else I watched this week? Speaking Uh-oh. of grooming, what? Oh, he watched that sound of whatever. Oh movie. my god! Yeah, I, watched I, I can't believe you actually. Oh, said no. that. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, oh, now Larry, child. now listen. If you want to say Larry sees anything, that is that's fact. <laughs> I will never, 
No, I will never forget the time when him and I, this was like two, three years ago, we're doing box office. I'm like, Larry, let him know what you got coming up on your channel. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be seeing a movie on Wednesday. And it was like some Sebastian Stan movie. And I was like, what? Was You're it saying, the one with, um, with the war movie? Wait, the what? It was like a war movie, he said. A war movie? Since it was about something about Soldier or something. I can, I'm trying to remember it now, too, and I can't. The only one that I can real. think of is that one with him and the Fifty Shades of Grey guy. Hold on. Jamie Dornan? Yeah. Is not is it them? Jamie? Who is am it? I, am I, am I no, thinking? no, no, no. It's He's like a veteran or something. Um, And they're trying to get funding. I don't remember. It wasn't that good, so I don't really Ooh. remember it. Do you guys know what movie I'm talking about? <laughs> no. I have no idea. Oh. No, I Monday. don't remember. Monday. Oh, oh, Jamie Dornan wasn't in that, was he? Wait, what oh. movie am I thinking? Hit us tweet. I don't know what she's <laughs> talking about. No, the we reason we it. all watched Monday is because of the like Sebastian Stan full frontal. Let's just be very honest. That's the only reason yeah. people were tuning on in for Monday. Um, so Jamie <laughs> Dornan and and the woman from uh and Shailene Woodley, I think. Hannah, right? Please. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, Hannah's tweaking, bro. That wasn't Monday. Right. That was not Monday, Hannah. I don't know what no, that let's, was. Let's uh, I don't before know why I that. <laughs> we haven't answered any questions in a while, so I was gonna get into the mailbag and the endings, but... beginnings. Sebastian oh, Stan please. isn't that. Fuck you. Hannah, we just said it wasn't Monday. Hannah is tweaking. I, you guys made me feel crazy for a second. I mean, well, <laughs> hold up. Sounds so valid before, to me. Before we get into the mailbag, Josie, is there anything you've been catching up with, watching, anything like that? It's my hard stopper, and I rewatched Emma by Autumn DeWilde that got paid dust, and I will never forget it because it came out during the pandemic, and it was a sad time. Yo, pandemic Very releases are crazy. I don't remember anything. I mean, Birds of Prey. Birds mm-hmm. of Prey and Emma, those were the last two that I saw in theaters. Like, do y'all remember Mulan? I just don't remember. I don't remember any <laughs> pandemic releases. I'm not joking. Like, The Five Bloods? Come on. I don't remember I anything. Did you like Great. Emma, Hannah? I liked Emma, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know Shutter. you didn't watch it, Dwayne. I did not. I've seen Emma. With, oh, uh, with Homegirl? I, I with my, with, with Anya? Anya? I thought yeah, she would have hated it. Us. No, we had it on our awards. I had to watch. I mean, we had it on costumes oh. and all this. Remember? Well, yeah, yeah, we had it. Okay. Yeah. Hold up. Chill on me. Anyway, um, all right. Let's get into some mailbag questions before we get into the Heartstopper review. Okay. This person here says, why do you think no other movies besides Barbie and the Super Mario Bros. has reached a, million, a billion dollars? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, wait. Super Mario Bros., and came Barbie, out at a it. time remember that a lot of parents were complaining that there weren't enough movies for their kids to watch mm-hmm. in theaters so mm-hmm. i think that really helped that one because it was the first film that came out mm-hmm. since the year started that was targeted towards kids yeah and um with barbie i mean the barbenheimer phenomenon really helped it mm-hmm. also just the idea of, of dressing up for the film i think that definitely helped it too yeah, I agree. Turn it into an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we think were talking that's, about that a lot yeah. last week about how Barbie just sparked an event and it really has killed it. I mean, it's number one again this weekend at the domestic box office, past mm-hmm. a billion dollars this weekend. 
uh, passed, obviously. Today's a holiday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I think a part of it we also talked about, you know, just not having an action movie uh, reaching mm-hmm. that milestone. I think it kind of it brought out folks that maybe don't feel catered to as often with big blockbuster events that got really excited to get <coughs> together and go watch. Get him again. Get him again. Nah, he's getting he's getting. Why did I think that was right Hannah now? coughing for real for a minute? I was like, I was about to yell at <laughs> Hannah, and then I realized it was Josie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But um, otherwise, we've been talking about it. At, uh, mm-hmm. That's why Marvel's in a weird position because they're not doing bad. All of their films are still getting eight, seven, eight, nine hundred million dollars, and they're still opening big. Uh, they're just not able to reach that billion again. And it's eluding them for one reason or another, whether it's a film like Guardians that's actually really well received by both critics and audiences. It's still not able to get there. Um, So uh, I don't really know what their solution is to get back to that point. But Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like maybe this year, I think a big problem actually has just been those release dates. Nothing this summer had room to breathe. So if you weren't going to be able to pull a Barbie... It was a tough uphill, like Mission Impossible. You just flamed out because bigger Oof. movies came and rolled over you. Tried to come so, out on like a Monday. What are you doing, bro? Yeah. So, hell? and I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if we're gonna get a third one this year. Like looking Somebody, at the rest of the calendar, I, I, I don't know that we have an option to get a third one. <laughs> on Twitter, somebody was like, "What do you think the next one is?" I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna be blunt. I don't think anything at this point. I mean, I can't yeah. see nothing really." Yeah, um, so people would hope for. Blue Beetle, but that seems oh, impossible no. right now. That is Ooh, Ooh, oh my. Girl, we in I'm trouble, excited Josie. for Blue we Beetle, but yeah. Blue Beetle is not moving any. Yeah, no, I don't see the same <laughs> clam. I don't see the same clamor for it. Somebody, somebody said Dune. I'm like, nah, but nah, no, Dune. Dune. Nah, yeah. And Dune might get I don't pushed think, back. Yeah, I don't think Aquaman. If that comes out, no, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Hannah. I love Yo, you. I I'm about to have to go movie. feral. I'm gonna have to be like Hannah does with Birds of Prey when it comes to Blue Beetle. I feel like because it's gonna flop so hard <laughs> that I'm gonna have to be oh. fighting for I every was... ounce of my life force <laughs> I over was Blue Beetle. Twenty percent of the Birds of Prey box office. <laughs> I was in that theater nine times. <laughs> Literally, I saw Hannah... it like three times before we got locked up. <laughs> She was, no, I saw it twice. Yeah, I saw it twice. Damn street. Yeah, <laughs> and I do. <laughs> um, let's do uh, let's do one more question before we get into hard stopper. All right, this person here says, uh, "Dwayne, I heard on uh, the World Show that you was that you watched. Sorry, that you watched Secret Invasion. Do you think it should have been a movie?" Uh, did you guys all watch it? Hannah, did you finish it? No. I, I feel like I haven't heard you. <laughs> you know what's funny about Hannah? Hold on, hold on. I heard, listen, I really like the first three episodes. <laughs> you know what's funny about Hannah? The first one, and I was like, I don't care anymore. Hannah would fight me on these shows, right? When I'm like, Hannah, it's just trash, bro. I can't do it. And then she'd just be like, she just doesn't either. She doesn't watch them. Like, I remember, the, I remember like a couple months ago when I was like, man, there's too much stuff with Marvel right now. It's way too much. It's like a way too much content. And I was like, I think it's fine. I'm like, okay. Did you watch, did you watch the fucking Wolf by Night, whatever it was called? You didn't even watch the Guardian special. And I was like, no, I didn't watch it. I was like, okay. So maybe that means there's too much stuff going on. 
Um, no, I watch all of Secret Invasion. I just this six episode shit gotta go. Like it's this it gotta go for me. Um, and the way it wrapped up was just. I said last week, I was like, they're not going to talk about any of this stuff anymore. The Marvels are just going to start and Nick Fury is going to be up there. And he's not going to have any recollection about what's going on on Earth with these scrolls and whatnot. But um, yeah, I I think Marvel might benefit from a binge model. Honestly, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So I think a lot of shows could because because. I mean, I'm I'm not coming back like this. I love I love the summer I turned pretty, but man, I'm like, you want me to come that back is each a week? Binge show. That, yeah, you gotta chill, man. This. I was like, oh I haven't watched God. a new episode. I think I'm just gonna kick it until it's all done because that's not like a weekly format show. Heartstopper was a nice little eight eight episode binge. If your show and, can be completed yeah. in under four hours, just fucking put it in like all release at once and let people binge it i don't it's ridiculous to me mm-hmm. it's so hannah's ready for like echo to take over binge yes echo. oh i'm excited for echo uh. aren't they dropping that on all binge they're yeah, binge, yeah. Too, binge. Right? that's the first mcu binge how many episodes are we talking though for that oh, echo? i don't know probably six <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, <God>. hello <laughs> oh, whatever dude all right um all right let's take a quick break when we come back we are going to discuss Heartstopper season two back in a moment cinemania live <laughs> hi hi I have a boyfriend! Yes, we're all fully aware! I want to tell people it's hard to find the right time. Your friend group is so nice. How did you get to know everyone? Uh. Well, um. I want you to come out when and how you want to. How is the worst person to have a crush on? What if you try to actually flirt with him? My mom's been moaning at me to get a haircut. Your hair's cute, mom. If this doesn't work out, then I lose my best friend in the whole world. Uh. I love you. That's not me asking you to say it back or anything. Yeah. Does Charlie know you don't want to come out? I do want to come out. Is everyone ready for Paris? jealous of you and Nick in some ways. You talk about your feelings. I can make sure that Nick doesn't have to deal with what I did. I can protect him. Everything's going to be perfect. Oh. oh my god. Do you think anyone will notice? Oh my god. I've liked him for so long. Sometimes I think he might like you back. Even if you make mistakes sometimes. You're a good person who deserves love. They are going to be a handful today. Mm -hmm. You don't have to understand your feelings completely. You don't have to always have figured everything out. You can just feel.
being gay. Good job. Carry on. Alrighty, back on the show here, Cinemania Live. I am still joined by Hannah, Josie, and Larry. We are going to discuss season two of Netflix's Heartstopper. So let's just get right into it. I mean, if you're here and you're listening to a review, you know the cast, you know the storyline by now. It's season two. Kit Connor, Joe Locke, I mean, Nick and Charlie, the whole gang's here. Towed, like got a haircut, and we move in and stuff so let's get right into it i'll start with you hannah this is like you're probably the the one who the sole one who has watched the show like 45 times already yeah (laughs) man i was watching this show earlier and i'm describing scenes and hannah knows what's coming next (laughs) all he said all he said in the group chat was like oh my god she said it and i was like oh my god darcy (laughs) I was like, that is not a flex, Hannah. Do you need that's not okay. <laughs> but what did you it's think a about cute season? Show. I was the same way with season one. You yeah, me. well, season one was Never really good. We watched it. Yeah, now she be doing too much though. Don't so defend Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Uh, what do you think about the show, Hannah? Season two. All right, we're gonna do spoilers. By the way, we're not doing the whole. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on now. So full spoilers. Uh, you've been warned. Five, four, three, two, one. This is your warning. <laughs> um yeah i loved every second of it uh season one is one of those shows for me uh that i can sit down and watch in one sitting literally whenever and trust i did for the year that we've been waiting um i couldn't tell you how many times that i've seen that show all the way through and this okay is... but can i say same <laughs> See, exactly. you it happened, it. no it happened it happened to me especially it's been a while but i love how when i started season two um i would watch this so much when it came out the one i started season two it was like here's a recap and i'm like skip i don't need this I don't know. <laughs> like i know everything because i remember heartstopper came out at the same time as our flag means death more or less so i was rewatching them yeah. back and forth like over and over again because i was like yes this is what yeah. we deserve <laughs> by the way i need i need our flag means Dwayne, to come don't home. Start. Um, <laughs> please because they've shot it they've shot it and I remember because Heartstopper got renewed fairly quickly, so that our flag needs to have fandom was just like hello. I was gonna say, you know what though, Heartstopper wasn't renewed that quickly. Um, it it was quick, but not as quick as it should have been. Because I remember, <laughs> yeah, not uh, should have been. <laughs> no, listen, I'm serious. Oh, yeah. I remember me and Larry, it's true. specifically me and Larry, being like, "Why haven't they renewed yeah. Heartstopper?" Yeah, people yet? were worried. It took them like a month. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I think that happened with like I think that happened with Wednesday and Saturday. Yeah. I still don't think Sandman. Did Sandman get renewed? <laughs> Sandman oh, was like reading about that. Months. Yeah. Months. That was that was <laughs> tough. They were really debating. They were like, do we want this shit? <laughs> Yo, I just remember our flag means death crew. We were on pins and needles when they were yeah, canning yeah. shows no, left we and were, right with the merger. We thought we were done for. <laughs> they they were got generation out, and I was like, oh. Our flag means yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that, right. Oh, no, no, don't do this to us, that's love. We will come to your house, beach. <laughs> Literally. Hannah, go ahead. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I've I've I watched season two like, oh um, like three weeks ago now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've just been kind of watching it on repeat. 
Mm-hmm. Really? Sense and Hannah I literally I, watched it after we came home at Comic Con <laughs> from Talk to Me. <laughs> so I watched it I watched it twice before I went to Comic Con. I watched it once during Comic Con. I watched it and once more before it actually released, and I think I've seen it three times now after crazy. the official release. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um <laughs> I think I think it's perfect. It's it's the feel good show for me. And mm. I it's like one of the shows where and this is very rare for me, where I love literally every single character and I'm invested in literally every single storyline. So when I'm watching it, I'm not like, oh my God, like can we get back to this or can we get back to that? Um and and just every time that I sit down and watch it, I'm completely invested for the mm-hmm. entirety of the show and I have so much love in my heart for every single one of my children. Um yeah, I I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it. Let so what you said about loving every character, season one, I definitely there was a character that I just could not stand. <laughs> I could not stand within like I just I could not stand this boy. Like I did not like Tao at all. I knew you were one. gonna say him. He was so needy, so annoying. He was just like, boy. They needed an antagonist the first season without being too, because it's supposed to be a wholesome show. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're leaving me. You're all leaving me. I was like, Tao, grow up. Like, these, they got, they got boyfriends and whatnot. They learned. They learned from the first season because they have that same conversation this season and they, like, we know that his father's passed. Mm hmm. Listen, okay, so listen, right? So, so I hate, I did not like Tao and his Bob in that first season, okay? But I did, I was very invested in the relationship between Tao and L. Like, I was invested in that, but I didn't give a damn about Tao, okay? So, I did like his little movie obsession. That was, that was kind of cute. But season two comes, and I hear rumors about this damn Bob is going. And I said, man, if he cuts this Bob, like I will have a complete 180. Now that was just me being cheeky and fun and like funny because I know I'm probably like it, the hair has nothing to do with like the character, but literally that's what happened. He got a haircut, and I did like a complete 180 on the character because he's got he gotten so much more mature <laughs> this season. The L stuff was great. I was like all over Tao. Hannah calls it like, what is it? Tao Hive, whatever. Tao like, Hive. <laughs> I was like, I want to see Tao succeed. I want him to Tao jump. is great. Yeah, I want him to do great things. And they do a lot with him here. And I really like that. And uh, I love this season. I thought the season was really, really good. Uh, I, I, can, I love that it's like so easy to just watch and just breeze right through. Um, the show, there are serious moments, but it's not taking itself too serious. I think it's one of the, I think it's probably the best shot, like teen romance show. And we have a lot of right? them. And the <laughs> show, so the style, it the, the, the style choices of what they do with the little, like, because it can be really cheesy. Because you know how adults, when they make teen shows, it can be really cheesy with how they do like the hearts and stuff. But the way they do it in this show they just do it at like the right moments. They have they do stuff with graphics that is just really good and just makes you actually think. Like there's a graphic involving a rainbow that holds so much weight to it 
when they do it. It is fun to yeah. see it, but like it holds a lot of weight <laughs> when they do it. And that moment in particular, yeah. I really just want to say that I am beyond impressed with how much empathy they find for Ben um in this season because I think that he's a very easy villain in season one. And yeah, I do think yeah. he's a very easy villain in season two also and i'm not saying that you we really particularly need to have empathy for ben because he's awful but um <laughs> that just that shot alone of that graphic of the yeah. rainbow coming towards his feet and him walking away from it that is and then the graphic pulling so away good. too also oh, yeah because yeah. yeah, it's was... also you're giving us a two-dimensional villain not necessarily yeah. like a one-dimensional like tw- mustache twirly kind of person it's... like the brother yeah. Yeah. Go to hell yeah. For real. <laughs> no, I actually got the handle. His sister just really came for well. him, and I was like, "Yes." Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Larry. Yeah. No, I agree. I thought they handled Ben actually really well, and I thought that conversation yeah. was great because mm-hmm. both. Uh, I mean, you—it's so hard, especially being part of the community. You want to see people be able to live their lives and be who they are, but that doesn't excuse them from their behavior. And mm-hmm. so I thought having that empathetic moment with Ben was actually, I thought it was actually really well done. And then the Charlie's response to it was also perfect. So it's like, yeah, I do hope this kid, you know, is able to one day be who he is and live his life and, you know, get from under his parents judgment, just Mm -hmm. not with us, go do it somewhere else and stop hurting people. Like, Uh, it was a point where I was like, Ben, move, man. Get out. Get out of your state. Ooh, when Imogen <laughs> read his ass to filth across that <laughs> dinner table. Man, Imogen. Imogen, I don't know. I have a weird Uh-oh. weird arc with Imogen. It's like Literally. oil. Imogen and like Tao are kind of the same to me in season one where, <laughs> oh, listen, God. in season one where I I really fought with them throughout the series and I was like I really I really want to love you um but <laughs> damn um <laughs> and I think in season 2 Imogen definitely has a a rockier start too um but then once we get to that moment uh and also th- there's a lot of stuff that they throw in just like little lines of Imogen kind of being like I don't really have many friends um yeah, that and, was kind of sad. Yeah. yeah, and her when mm. they uh when they're like, okay, stand with four people who are gonna be in your hotel room. Uh, everyone goes and stands with people, and she's like left alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really made me feel for Imogen. So I I I really grew uh grew to love Imogen more this season. I also just hollered because she got gagged in episode one. <laughs> like she set her ass on herself up and got I was gagged. Crying. Yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, I know you didn't like it because you were gay. He's like, well, I'm bi. And I was like, bloop! And she was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I was crying. I, I, I do agree, of, though. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I was, I was crying. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Um, another thing I really liked, too, I really liked that they did more with Isaac here. Um, yeah, I really like, you know, all, because, like, oh, yeah, season I one, that. I was like, I was like, who the hell is Isaac? Anytime somebody would say that name, I was like, I know who Isaac is, but who is Isaac? You know, like he was just reading a book all the time. He, he still like is. But yeah, there's like more for him to do here. And I also like how, you know, the the show this season was very much like, oh, we want to hook up 
like our friends with whoever. And then I liked when he had K kind of blew up. It's like, well, what if I just don't like him or yada yada yada? I like that a lot. And um, yeah, we do a, we we get a lot here. Uh, we also have the introduction of um, Nick's brother. And uh, why does that actor look familiar? Tomato, it's, tomato, tomato. His voice sounded familiar to me. I thought he, you know, you remember that episode? Okay, okay, this is gonna be like a deep, a deep cut. There's an episode of iCarly where she was like, she there was this famous guy, and then remember he got like, <laughs> uh, I thought that was him, <laughs> the famous guy who was like they had like I the, hate teenagers. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I hate America. I thought that was him. I was like, oh shit, he back. I was like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> the age will not be the same. How is he still like 25 or You're something? You're sick. You're sick. <laughs> I, was, I thought that was him. But uh, yeah, he was he was not great. I I, I kind of didn't really need him in the show. I know why he's there. But I mean, I feel like you don't really need these characters every season. Yeah, but he was in the comics. I was gonna, he, he's a oh, large, he's in the book? Yeah, okay. he's a large part of the book. Oh, a large oh, part of large. the book. Large. Hold up. Well, okay, oh. so okay, it's weird. So you would assume since there's four books or there's five books, yeah. um, that each season is adapting one of the books, but they're so like short. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that, with where they ended the season. Yeah, so basically, where we are right now is halfway into book four, <laughs> and we're on season two. So it, it's it's a little crazy. They gotta um, elongate it. They gotta elongate it. That's why they gotta make the show longer, because oh you know my. they. It, I don't know. I was surprised where we even went this season. I I mm-hmm. figured that we were gonna go to Paris, and I figured that. Um, oh yeah, this we, was Paris season. I was one hundred percent prepared. I, I I figured that's what we were gonna do, but I and I assumed maybe that they were gonna start addressing charlie's self-harm and eating disorder um but i didn't expect them to do as much with it this season as they did because it is a very like gradual build up to this like um this bigger climax in the books um so even them doing what they did uh with those elements this season was very surprising to me and i'm glad that they did because i think that um all of it uh, worked incredibly well emotionally and I think that Nick and Charlie are uh, very much in a more mature stage of their relationship yeah. um, this season mm-hmm. and I love seeing that so we got a Is lot this of family this season in general a though, lot not just of the family, brother yeah. but we met everybody's parents this season mm-hmm. we got more Which, time with the parents like Olivia's still not that. in it a lot but she had yeah. more screen time this season than she did her like two seconds in season one mm-hmm. um and I thought Which most of the parents so were awesome. great, except for like Darcy's mom, obviously, Ooh, and Darcy's Nick's dad. Mom. Ooh, because I see a lot of people don't like Charlie's parents. I feel like Charlie's parents were needed. They were um, very reasonable. <laughs> they were just parents. Uh, he wasn't doing his work, so they had to say something. Like, what nah, in the world yeah, are we mom, doing? They weren't hateful to vibe. him. <laughs> yeah, her his uh his mom's vibe is very much my mom's vibe when I was like that age. So it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was like, I, I agree with her, boy. Do your damn work, do your yeah. essay, and you can go see your boyfriend. That's yeah, all that she said to you. Come straight home after school. Yeah, I got all that. So I, I knew mm-hmm. exactly where mom's was no, coming from. But uh, I Tao's not mom, like Nick's dad. What an icon! Tao's oh mom God. is an Tao's icon. Mom is great. I live for her. I love no. the uh. I loved Elle's parents too, and they don't have a lot, but they 
her dad was like really funny <laughs> at that last. The few <laughs> jokes that he got in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really, that was really, that was really good. Even um, Tara's mom was kind of another one who was obviously really cool, but also a little bit yeah. firm. Like she was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, uh, y'all, I'm letting you stay in the same room, uh, but we can't be doing too much now." Like, hold on. <laughs> and then so, we got Darcy's stank ass mama. Darcy's mom is trash. Man. Anyway, uh, real quick. So there was one. Okay, so I love this show. Love the show. Love, 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 Uh-oh. love Uh-oh. this show. Just let me hear me out. Hear me out. Where's okay. the best? Okay, okay, okay. Listen, listen. Uh, the one part where I was like, "Why is she so angry at this boy?" Was okay. So Tao, he wants to. So he wants to like just go for L. So he starts reading all this stuff. At this point, I was like getting so hyped. I was like, oh, bro, he about to cut his hair. And he cuts the hair and he puts on a new outfit and like shades. And then he like asks Elle out. And like, it was like after they do the big movie date where they were like completely awkward with each other. Uh, first of all, who is selling that size of popcorn? Anyway, so <laughs> they do this movie date. And I was like, okay, so this this is, yeah, I was hollering at that food. I was like, all right, nobody is eating it, you know that. So they're doing the movie date. I was like, okay, this is like, all right, they're going to be awkward because they're friends first. So this is kind of weird. But then like for like an episode or two, Elle is just like mad at Tao. I was like, why is she mad at Tao? I didn't really understand that part. Um, I, so- I was like really confused. I was like, why is she mad at him? What happened here? To me, at least, I thought it was just she was upset that he was... Um, completely like changing himself, uh, in order to get her like affections. Um, and mm-hmm. like their date being something that obviously he's not enjoying. And I think that to her before what made, um, her like him so much was that they were able to like have those movie nights like together. They'd be able to go to the arcade together and like spend this all this time together. And, um, and they were both having a lot of fun, whatever. Uh, so for that date to just be like as awkward as it was because Tao was trying so hard um, that it didn't feel like she was on a date with Tao. Uh, that when they when they got to the bonfire and he just kind of like exploded on her, uh, I think that's what caused that little uh, yeah, I was like terror in the relationship. I was like, what's going on here? But then they they eventually get together. And it's great. It's um. I thought they were gonna hold off this kiss for another season. I said, "All right, guys, like, (laughs) what are we doing? Let's get this going." They are they. They're like my. They're like my. uh, All the yeah. They're probably like my second favorite relationship. Obviously, the first is like the lead. The leads. Um. But yeah, they're. I'm super invested into in, in like them too. So I was glad to see how it all played out between them hey, and then Josie, I guess, how did you feel about isaac and how they uh mm. handled him this season i loved it because i remember watching the first season that a lot of them were talking like they addressed the fact that isaac is ace but it, we didn't see it so i like that it was explored this season especially because in the last episode when he goes to the library and he grabs that book the first time i saw it i got really excited and i'm glad that he goes back to it because when I was discovering my asexuality, that was the book that really changed my life when I was working at a bookstore. Oh. So, like, that scene for me was, I was sobbing. I'm like, thank you oh. for showing us this. And also when he's in the exhibition and he sees the art and the other person, like, 
tells him about his experience i just yeah because so much of asexuality <laughs> is that you think that something's missing and that something's wrong with you especially if you are both um a romantic and asexual so i like how they handled it because it's very it's simple it's not over complicated it's a good way for everyone to understand it which is something we rarely get especially since when it comes to lgbtqia plus a lot of people think the a is for ally <laughs> and it's for asexual <laughs> That is so true. Imogen, that's for Imogen because she's that's for Imogen. Eyes for Imogen. Eyes for Imogen. she is she moving herself over to the B um, by the end of the oh, yeah. season. Mm, I'm so glad. Think, that, I'm so glad we're getting that. I think she's moving herself to the P. The P, yeah, she could be Ooh. P. Who? Listen, everybody in this show is gay. That's why I think I love it so much. Is that everybody? They said if you're straight, you're a villain. Yeah, no, for real. Like if you are, listen, there is not a straight soul in this episode. (laughs) I was I was texting Hannah, and I was howling at that. Everybody has a gay (laughs) storyline. And I love that. I love it for it. I was I was even Jim was our last holdout in the group, and she said, "Listen, the coaches, the teachers." Everybody, okay, okay, wait, I was wait, just wait, like, wait, 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 wait. That was the part I was anticipating the most because I remember reading the comments and just yes, I was just oh so happy that we got that because I was scared I they wouldn't keep it, it in. He's so like, we can share beds, and I was like, oh my yes. god, I was like, I'm message so That was I was anticipating it so much because I remember a lot of people watching the show and feeling like um, it's sad that I couldn't experience this when I was younger, but I'm glad mm. people have this representation now. So I'm glad that we got adults being able yeah, to yeah. experience little, that later he and mr jai in front of like the huh? the soda machines uh where he was like well, yes! when you um when you uh come out in your late 20s you really miss out on those beautiful teen gay experiences and i was like mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, he was so important. I loved him. Uh, obviously, Mr. Farouk was kind of the grump of the season, so naturally yeah. I gravitate to him anyway. Um, I love being grump. Um, the sister? The sister too, right? Oh, the sister. Well, listen, when she read Old Brother Down to Filth and kicked Ooh, that phone, obviously I live for her. Uh, but no, it's so important. Three? What? Oh, was she? I mean, yeah, she, she was, was ready to get Nick's ass, good. too. Ari, I was like, hold on. Not too I hollered. No, girl, <laughs> she had to get him. She's like, look, you're not about to make my brother spiral again. Go find him right now. And keep your promise to me. But what Farouk was so important for like, because obviously it's a teen show. Yeah, so yeah. you got the teen reps, but a lot of us adults are watching as well who didn't get to see this when we were growing up and get to experience that and kind of have a similar exactly. experience to Farouk of like, oh, I wasn't running around doing all this cutesy shit either in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it, I, I loved him. I love that Elle got to be, she got like just the pretty girl moments. And I think yeah. it's so important. Sorry, she's so beautiful. I'm she's so good. She got all those moments. <laughs> no, but she even got like the stereotypical just pretty girl edit this season. That's mm-hmm. so important so, like, for going trans up girls. Their kiss, her walking hey, down hey, the listen, stairs. Listen, oh, you know I was howling? You know oh. that part when she walks down the stairs? I was howling that she had to go under the damn, you know, the doorway. 
She's so tall. <laughs> <laughs> was, she was. looks so gorgeous. I mentioned it yeah. early though. B- before he got his haircut, I was like, why did they pair up the best hair in this whole show with Elle? Like her hair is just so damn good with the worst hair of the whole show with Tao pre Bobification going away. <laughs> um, I'm like, y'all, I mean, next to her, especially Tao, this hair looks a plum nah, full. So I'm just so glad. Mm-hmm. He looks look so good, good now. now. I'm like, all right, Tao, get it. I was <laughs> shook. I was shook when he cut that hair. Got the little little glasses on. No, yeah. when he was standing outside with the flowers. Was oh, so yeah. <laughs> Why was Listen. Hannah making fun of him for holding them flowers? It just, it just made me laugh when they cut to him and he was just standing there. Let, Let him like, live. <laughs> he got that riz, Hannah. Let him live. Just so with the sunglasses. In the best way. They just know how to enhance every scene. And that was, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the highlights of the show, just him standing with those flowers there. I think Tao and Elle are like best dressed in the show. Who? I was just oh, I was yeah. thinking that earlier. Well, I was like I was like the fashion between Nick them so two. Nick's, yeah, it, Nick's yeah. fashion is horrible. Okay, there was okay, one okay, scene when... he walked down a stair in some red shorts and like a yellow a green, green t-shirt. T-shirt. A green I, t-shirt. t-shirt and red shorts. I, was, I said yes, this is horrible. Oh, well, come on. Red his dude, shorts the, to the lube. That's the dude bro vibe. <laughs> Wait, by the way, them Whoa. trying to dress Kit Connor in like baggier clothes this season to try and make him Yeah, because they don't know why he's so big. Like Nick, Nick, no, it's like Nick, we can't explain to the audience why you're so big this season. You need to calm this down. Listen, I don't know what role he's like. like, I came out to my mom last night. I was like, girl, you came out to your mom a year ago. Stop. Right. (laughs) Stop. Who are we going to get to hook up with James next year? Little James, all sad because Isaac turned him down. Who are we going to bring in for him? Nah, listen, at first I was like, this this dude, this dude smiling too much, bro. You got to move. All the smiling people, y'all got to move. Now watch next season, Harry's going to experiment and get with James. We got to turn the last of the no. streak on the show. <laughs> nah, I cannot. I was so happy when they didn't when they didn't let him in the party. I was howling. Whoa, when Charlie <laughs> slammed that door in his face, I screamed. I, yeah, I was howling. I was like, oh, shit. Beautiful. At the bonfire, too, when he was trying to talk to Nick and Charlie came out of nowhere. I was like, he don't want to talk to you. Piss off. <laughs> no, Charlie, the season standing up to all those bullies, like gold star. That was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. He got I a also, little fist bump from Farouk. I said, okay, fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> I also really liked the uh, the way they did the whole their boyfriend reveal as far as like him just... I figured it was going to eventually, like one of them photos was going to caption with boyfriends. I do think it's funny. Uh, I do think it's funny. Like when he was like, it said, I'm bi actually. <laughs> Like I loved all I thought that the was catchphrase really of the season, right? Like that scene was really good because like he posts it and then it, it cuts right to him and Charlie getting together again that next the next day or like the same I don't know when it was, but uh, yeah, that was all really great the way they kind of revealed it. But then it was also it reminded me of season one when Darcy, who's the other girl's name, uh, when Tara, they Tara. yeah when they had to like started to deal with everyone knowing that they're that they're together that's kind of how nick and charlie was it was like super annoying i was like can y'all move like you don't gotta say nothing did you guys Just, see like, ben's comment <laughs> 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 <Stop it. laughs> 
Ben had a comment on the post, and he said, "Okay, and <laughs> what?" Ben was so if mad. You like, scene and you pause it when they're looking at the comments. Ben Hope commented, "Okay, and <laughs> Hannah, was you so and this mad. Hannah seen it too much. She knows every right. comment. She knows it's all the students who made a comment under there. Hannah's doing this shot by shot. No, man." <laughs> And I got chill. Been watching oh it for God, like, that hilarious. is like next level hater. <laughs> no, no, nah, Ben. Ben the season. He, I'm glad. I'm. He's leaving. Hopefully, to do some soul searching. Ben, I'm gonna miss Sebastian Croft. Me too. Uh, yeah, I love how everyone's like he's the sweetest person on set, and I'm like, right? I do get such I a bad character. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ooh, Wait, no. so he's not returning next season? That'll be kind of. I nice. hope no, they no, like Sebastian. He's no. moving away. So I like Sebastian. Me too. Well, like the actor. Listen, know. now we got to deal with old Darcy's homeless ass. Like, what are we gonna do with her? Mm-hmm. That's the next mm-hmm. question. See, all you miserable gays, we got homeless teens out here who are getting disowned by their parents. We got eating disorders. Mm-hmm. You can chill. We're getting some new experiences. Yeah. It's not all just happy coming out. I, I do it. think next I, next season is probably going to be like more sad stuff. Because, yeah. I mean, there was... Listen, There's I was prepared. Like, I was preparing for this. The way Hannah was like, it gets sad. I was preparing for like fucking darkness in this season but there, there yeah. it was still fine it was oh. fine for the most part when, next I, season, I'm when I was now. saying that it just gets sad I meant okay what we are what's coming <laughs> yeah uh, I thought Joseph you meant like what yeah. I'm talking about yeah yeah it, it gets very sad I just don't I, see how they like the show is so like pop happy song every five minutes and I'm just like trying to imagine a different tone and like and whether it's another season, I mean, again, I'm just like we got a taste of it in this season. I really like how they handled it because the topics that they're discussing it does get very sad and very dark, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of mental illness that we have to go through, especially with Charlie. And I think my favorite part of how they like an example is the whole Darcy thing. How we do have a very serious moment when she's fighting with her mom and she has to run out of the house, but. Again, they bring back those graphics and the doodles to like amplify the scene to showcase how dark it is without overwhelming you with actually showing you the trauma mm-hmm. of what she's going through. Like we don't mm-hmm. hear the conversations entirely. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just kind of like, I wonder how I, I have complete faith into in, in them to like deliver because I do think it's one of, I do think they're so intricate into way they in, in in the way they think about shooting the show and the way they there was this like tracking shot with like them on grass and i'm just like man this just they don't have to do little stuff like yeah. that but like little little things like that just really and there are so many still shots that are just yeah. so nice yeah like they so i'm really and the way the show ends the show ends really good i really like the way it ends but it doesn't end like your stereotypical teen romance ending like the last it's... conversation is very heavy and then it's it goes into like the ending, yeah. Different from the ending of season one. Yeah, we're boyfriend. Yeah, ends <laughs> in such like a um a hopeful way, and I even think that this one is a little bittersweet because we do have that, and I like the the juxtaposition of Char- uh, Nick closing the door and him yeah. just having that moment of oh my god I don't I don't know how to approach this and I'm not sure how I like. 
I'm not sure I fully understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Charlie walking away and he's very happy, very smiley and writes, I love you to him. And Instagram, why the fuck do they talk in Instagram, by the way? Bro, I saw that I tweet and I was like, yo, why? <laughs> that gotta be a sponsor or something. Cause I'm like, what is going on? But y'all should have each other's phone numbers anyway. Um, (laughs) But um, I thought I was just old. I'm like, maybe this is how kids these days communicate. Because I remember when people were just writing on Snapchat instead of texting and stuff. I didn't get that either. But why you why you giving Mark Zuckerberg all your information? Listen, yeah, that gotta be a that's how that's how it gets leaked doing stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be putting it on a website, like. I don't know. I'm just glad Darcy didn't do anything drastic because there for a minute I was like, I can't, I can't deal with the self. Yeah, like Darcy and I was so nervous. uh -uh, uh -uh." There's a lot of tense moments because listen, that museum. I was like, yo, what's up? Why is my why is my stomach hurting? Is something about to happen? I'm like, Charlie's having visions. Like he's about to pass out. I'm like, what is going on up in here? Uh, Here's the thing with this show compared to like so many other teen shows is that we have a lot of dramatic stuff happening all around us, but never does it feel like melodrama. Like they Mm -hmm. still ground it. Like it all just feels like a natural step in these people's lives. Yeah. It's not feeding off of the trauma. Yeah. Like we never blow it out of proportion. We never have these big scenes. Like even the scene with Charlie and Nick in the final episode where they tell, like where Charlie finally opens up. It's it's a big scene. And intimate. Yep. There's no music. Yeah. I love it. I love that scene so much. It's melodrama. This, like, I don't know, almost exploitative. It just feels real to these characters Mm -hmm. that we've come to grow and love and know. And I think that's why Heartstopper has resonated so well. Is that no. it's felt like that for two seasons straight now. Like it doesn't feel overly bubblegum. It doesn't feel dramatic and you know drama. We don't have old people playing twenty, you know, twenty seven year olds playing yes. that year olds. Is, instantly, it I disconnect. Real. Yeah, when it's like that, like man, I, I do get a nice little kick out of never have I ever. But why is this man thirty five playing like nineteen? Yeah. And he's literally thirty five. Yeah. I'm not joking. He's literally <laughs> thirty five. <laughs> he's literally thirty five as like one of the of interest i'm like i can't vibe i can't get into it i just i cannot like we were talking about that with the turtles you know the turtles are actually young yeah you know so it's like it i can't the character it gives it the yeah. youthfulness that they're looking for but i think my favorite part of hard stopper is how it's a, such a sharp contrast to 13 reasons why oh yeah and it shows oh. how they <laughs> failed in trying to address serious problems because mm-hmm. i think hard stopper is just doing such a good job because you need to balance these things it's yeah, like you, yeah. there needs to be a little bit of idealism to discuss reality because if we don't have that idealism, we can't hope for a better future. And I think that's the perfect thing about Heartstopper. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that there's a single shot that is like, that wraps all of that up completely. And Ooh. why I think um, Heartstopper is just this so. This is your thesis. This is your thesis. This is your thesis. Yeah, this is my, this is my <laughs> thesis. Why Heartstopper is like so special when it comes to handling these like darker themes and not Ooh. being like exploitative. Um, is it's when after Charlie passes out, they're sitting at the table and Nick and him are talking, and Nick brings up the eating thing. Um, and just it's a very like short shot, it's very quick. I yeah. don't even know if you guys are going to remember it or not. But um, yes. it's just it's Charlie picking at his wrist over his um, his sleeve of his sweatshirt. 
I saw that. Um, that was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that that reminded me. Oh, yeah, I was gonna, but it reminded me of someone. But I thought that was thought that was thought that was really good. Another shot that I love going off shots. If we're doing that right now, real quick, is that when L and Tao come going back to my couple. Okay, when they're having that <laughs> blow, when they're having that blow up at the bonfire after they say their lines, like the fire blows up in between them. And I was like, oh, my yes. God, this damn show. Yeah. show. Oh, so good. I, mean, I, I rewound like twice. I was like, this is, this is so good. Um, all right, any why final did, thoughts? Wait, why did Hannah just text me not too much on 13 Reasons Why, though? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Larry. <laughs> no, because, no, because, like, <laughs> no, because I, I just, I had, I had, like, I had PTSD from 13 Reasons. And... <laughs> Them writers, and like I said, they're like 50, 60-year-old writers trying to write teenagers. They have no idea what's happening. Yeah, and... they let Alex Osman be so involved. I think yeah. she's younger, right? She's yeah, like 20, and, and she's writing, she's directing. She's so right. involved in this project, and I think that's the best thing they could have yes, done because definitely. nobody knows this better than her. Like, I agree. I agree because, man, we can't let that old man from 13 Reasons Why, right? We can't let that happen no more. I don't <laughs> want to see 60, 70 year olds writing teenagers. Like, there's no forced dialogue. Like, none of these kids are like, yo, that's lit. Like, no, it's none of that stupid yeah. shit in the exactly. show. Exactly. Oh my it's God. Like, the dialogue, the writing, the writing. Style. Right, right. I it's, think them being like actual teenagers makes the performances feel so much more, agreed. um, like, it, it in and company with the writing i think the writing's great um but them being the appropriate age really adds to how uh how natural and uh, and real everything feels I agree. so who's hyped for euphoria season three <laughs> hold on hold on hold oh my on. god all right let's get some uh final thoughts here on the show because zencast is giving me that alert <laughs> So, real quick, final thoughts, Larry, for Heartstopper Season 2. Yeah, I think it is definitely right there on par with Season 1, which I loved. I think they've crafted, like, two nearly perfect back-to-back opening seasons. I know there's been lots of discourse around, you know, depiction and representation, but honestly we don't get a whole lot of happy representation still, even in 2023 for queer communities. It's becoming more and more a thing, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why this show has been so important. It's so important for a younger generation to have this type of show and the acting's great. It's filmed beautifully. The soundtrack is still bopping. I mean, the soundtrack was fire for season two as well. The writing is great. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, <laughs> um, and they don't say things like Hannah just said. So they handle the topic <laughs> a lot more sensitively. You know, they handled them well. So it's great. I thought it was a fantastic second season. All right. And uh, Josie, any final thoughts for season two? Yeah, I just think the show is a godsend. I stand by it. I think it's maturing so wonderfully. It has a wonderful representation of asexuality that deserves to be celebrated. And I don't think we could have asked for a better representation of queer youth in this day and age. I agree. And Hannah, final thoughts. Leaving it to you. I loved it. I loved it so much. And I can't wait for season three. And um, I need the studios to cough up 
because I can't wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna fix it. PTP gets your shit together. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. Yeah, them strike. Oh, Hannah, you about to be uh, stop, so stop. <laughs> I'm already like I'm one down with the last of us. I can't be two down with our stuff. Um. All right, guys. Yeah, I loved it. I love the fact that they don't shy away at literally everyone being gay. If if you're here for something else, sorry. I like that a lot, and we I love the show. <laughs> the the writing is great. There's, it's like it, again, it's it's like the best. Well, it's like the best shot teen romance show that I've probably ever seen. It's so good, and I re- highly recommend it. Watch it if you haven't seen it, and. That is it, everyone. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias before we get off air. I'll start with you, Larry. Larry will know they can follow you. Yep, you can find me over on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT and on Instagram. And, of course, over on YouTube where I'm doing reactions for each episode. So if you want to see me uh, be shook by that large-ass popcorn in live <laughs> color, uh, <laughs> check me out on YouTube at ChiliBoyProduction. All right, and Josie. You can follow me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterbox because ain't nobody calling it X. Ooh, <laughs> and Hannah. Uh, I rejected Hannah on Twitter. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah, Josie, and Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.